There are tens of thousands of small and medium businesses around the world. Some of them might have the product, service or solution that you have been looking for. In this series, we meet the entrepreneurs and find out how you can benefit from what they have to offer. Micro, small and medium-sized enterprises provide more than two-thirds of all jobs worldwide. These types of entrepreneurs support their community and contribute to its identity. Let's meet one of these people today and find out more about them on Meet My Business. Mr. Wake, sir, sorry to keep you waiting. How are you? All good in yourself, Hendrik. Sorry about that. Good. Long time since we saw each other and spoke. It's been almost a decade, isn't it? How far long ago is that? Yeah, I think it was about 10 years, more or less. It's yeah. Time, time flies, apparently. How are things going on your side? Oh, good, good. All good. Gosh, if we haven't seen each other in 10 years, a lot must have happened in your life too, as it certainly has happened in <laughs> I can imagine so. Well, you go first, sir. Tell me, tell me, how have things developed on your side of the world? Well, my, my eldest son, Ethan, and I have started a company called Bed Media, and we have decided to focus on helping new podcasters get into the podcasting business, mostly for businesses, businesses who want to use podcast as a tool for part of their marketing campaign, their content marketing campaign. So our company rests on three pillars. First, we've got the book, which will tell you the basics about you know how to create a podcast and everything around it. Then we do a mentorship program of six sessions or more or less, whatever is needed, but usually about six to help somebody and their team. If they have one, get off the ground and produce the first episode and plan the first season and you know, get everything in place, all the billboards and the graphics and all those sort of things. And then we also offer podcasting services, whether it's editing or scripting or whatever, we and the people we associate with can can also you know support along the way as as somebody goes on their podcasting journey. So that's really where I've come from a long way from hypnosis, and although I still do it on the side if I if I can help somebody, but you know I, I come from a theatre background, so this is kind of a combination of forty years of experience that has sort of brought me to this point now, and and using hypnotic language in all my marketing and. You know, <laughs> waking hypnosis when you talk to somebody, you know, all those sort of tricks of the trade, I suppose. But I love still seeing somebody. So you're, you're still doing hypnosis, are you? Not so much. Well, I'm still using hypnosis. I mean, it's it's part of language. It's it's so integrated. I was recently, last year and the year before, I was part of the International Hypnosis Summit where there was a lot of voting going on and they picked apparently according to them the top 40 hypnotists in the world to come and be on the summit and do a talk and do some training and they contacted me and i've been part there now last year and this year so it's it's been going well apparently even though i'm not so fully into the hypnosis arena as i used to be it's still you know nice to be acknowledged for some of the work that i've that i've put out there and some of the you know, scripts and techniques that are that are taught over the years. Um, but on top of that, yeah, a lot has changed. I don't just do hypnosis anymore. It's merely now a tool in the toolbox. In this time, I've done my trainer's trainer of neurolinguistic programming as well. 
I've done facial profiling. The fancy word is physiognomy. It's basically profiling the face and the personality based on the structure of the face, handwriting analysis, body language analysis, all of those things. And I actually started working with a company where we do forensic investigations. They do the polygraph and those type of things. And then I just sit and I do the micro expressions and the facial profiling. And because of the NLP, you can hear when somebody is is you know not telling full truths when they go off of their baselines, like we call it. So that's the one side of things keeping me busy. I still do my corporate training, sales training, leadership development. And then with that, if there's any change management within companies, they normally call me in to help with that. A lot of times if there's personal issues with staff, trauma or anything like that, they call me in and I do the coaching and the counseling for the people just to keep the staff you know, up and, and motivated, basically. I do my motivational talks here and there. Yeah, it's been, it's been active in, in that arena, that area of life, mostly corporate. And then I've been developing an online academy for the past year or something. Every spare bit of time that I get, I go and I develop a little bit more and I build it up a bit more. So if all goes well, within the next six weeks, Mindwalker Academy will officially be launching with my first course. I've got two other courses that I'm also still busy recording and doing the the final bits and pieces as, as they come up. But that still in, needs to go into post-editing and that needs to get sorted before that's even remotely close to being shared with a wider audience. The reason why I actually want to have this meeting with you that I'm very excited about Podcasting is a passion of mine as well, as you can see. I started podcasting about two years, three years back. It went well for the first while, and then business got too busy, and I didn't have the time for the podcasting. And last year, I had a bit of a, let's just say a health scare, put it that way. Mm -hmm. uh, I overworked burning the candle on not just both ends, but all around and started getting insomnia because of the lack of sleep, you know, coming from a hypnotist, that's hilarious, I know. <laughs> getting insomnia and not sleeping enough. And eventually there was a point where I think I went almost seven days without any sleep to the point where it started hallucinating, started having a little bit of a mental breakdown and all of that severe depression and those type of things because of the neurological and chemical imbalances. So that caused me to stop abruptly, if you want to call it that, at life, at a lot of things. And yeah, it's been a struggle getting back into the flow of, you know, scheduling. Normally what I would do, I would sit and I would do three or four podcast recordings. This is my podcast for the month. Then it's not a thing of, listen, it's last minute, it's other things. But to get back into that, it's it's been a struggle. It's been mm -hmm. a struggle. So when I saw that you, you and Ethan were into the podcast thing, I think Ethan and I connected about three years back when I just started the podcast journey, if I'm not mistaken. And he wanted to look at some of my episodes and he gave me one or two pointers. And I'm like, thanks, man. It's really good. And But in this time, I started doing interviews with a lot of folks that I have recorded, but I still need to post edit those before they can go online. It's it's a passion. It's nice. I know you you've been on the radio as well. You you had a, a radio show at some stage as well, if I'm not mistaken. And radio has always been a big thing for me. It's it's much more to me, much more entertaining than just playing TV. 
because it's it's a different way to interact and connect with your audience. Uh, and sound, coming from a hypnosis background, sound has got such a more neurological impact on people than what they realize. Mm. Uh, people can get lost in visuals and then open themselves up to the subliminal, like we say, communication of the audio that goes in. And I just think if you if you listen to radio and especially podcast that's now starting to, I don't say take over the the sound waves and the radio, but there's a lot more people listening to podcasts than what they are subscribing and listening to radio stations. So that was very exciting to me. And that's why I got into the, the, the sphere in the first place. But and I saw you and Ethan were getting into it as well. And you guys are really pushing it. And you're actually helping others. I'm like, oh man, I need to connect with these folks again. And it's so nice to see others as passionate about this as I am. And and I would actually like for Mindwalker Academy eventually to sit with you and Ethan. I'm coming to Joburg for a visit, I think end of end of next month, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have a coffee with you in person, have a sit down and a chat and see if we can develop a type of a course to go along with your book that we can actually sell online and market that and see how we can you know, get that out there so that you guys can start getting that you know, static income that comes in from that as well. So that's one thing I want to discuss with you. Because if you go to mindwalker.co.za, my company, there's different legs of that as well. It used to be only the, the coaching and counseling and therapy aspect, which now turned into training, which is where Mindwalker Academy is eventually coming in to do it digitally. And then I also, it's funny that you said Baird Media, because I also have a division called Mindwalker Media, but that's focused specifically on brand development. And I've got a graphic designer, my fiance. She does the, the, the graphic design and the corporate identity and the social media and all of those things for companies and specifically for SMEs and entrepreneurs because they're the ones that need it the most. Mm. Um, they're also the ones that don't have a lot of capital to throw at these things. So part of my passion is to help entrepreneurs and help small and medium enterprises to get their brand out there, to look professional, to have a decent looking website, to have a decent email and not just go to a Gmail or an Outlook and build them up in that regard so that you know they can have something that they're proud of. And it's not just the fly by night type of that people get when they, you know, oh, here's my Gmail account or whatever the case might be, or here's my Facebook page. I get that so often. I'm like, no, where's your website? <laughs> you can't just have a Facebook page type of thing. So that's what Mindwalker Media is all about. And then with that, I do my business coaching and my mentoring and stuff with them as well, which is why eventually I got tired of repeating myself ad nauseum and why I started recording my stuff and turning it into products that I want to put online for anybody basically to go and absorb and learn from and develop themselves and grow to something better. But I've now talked a lot. Your turn. I'm going to shush now. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> so, yeah, I know we definitely want to talk about that because as much as we do a mentorship program, which is very much sort of designed to fit around your needs, we also think there is space for automated learning where you can go and learn certain things based on the book or whatever. And I know some people want to listen to things and they want to read things, but the book is an important part of our process also, you know. But yeah, we've been talking for a long time about automating some of the training. Uh, and yeah, passive income, who doesn't want any of that? Eh? 
Uh, yeah, and we've just had our, we've just did, did a big redesign on our website. Also, as things are becoming more clear to us, what we are doing and then where the need seems to be. And it's still all a big test and experiment and we'll see where we'll end up. But so where are you based at the moment? Currently, I'm in Nelspruit of all places, <laughs> the middle of the bush, about 100 kilometers away from the, the Kruger Park. Yeah. So been here for five years now. I initially came here to do NLP certification, teaching people and certifying them in NLP for a coaching company that contracted me and that I worked with. And when that deal kind of fell through, I liked the place so much. I'm like, mm, I'm going to stay. It's nice here. Different mindset. It's very small town, laid back type of mindset. But on top of that, what I've learned and, and what I've developed while I've been here, the people here work hard. They're up early. They really, they really grind day in and day out. And what I've also noticed about them is, yes, they have a small town mindset, if you want to call it like that. But the importance of connecting and networking with the right people, because especially in a small town like I am in, look, now spread this all. It's, it's a city. You know, it's not just like 500 people. It's obviously it's millions of people, but the correct networks opens the correct doors. And with that, it's just, it's, it's so much more important to have your brand, um, recognizable and your vision and mission reflected by your brand and why that is important. So looking at that is where I saw the opportunity and the opening for, there are so many entrepreneurial developmental programs out there, but it's, it's, they're in it for the money, if I want to call it that. Now look, yes, money is important, but money is also a tool. We need money to survive and, and, and all of that. But from an entrepreneurial mindset, if you don't have passion for the entrepreneurial thing, if you don't have that, that hunter's mindset of, listen, I want to go out, I want to be the best that I can be, and you enjoy the process, you, you're, you're going to burn out. And, and I was there, and I was speaking from experience. You know, just doing the same thing day in and day out, keeping to the grind and eventually it becomes a chore and then you force yourself out of bed and, you know, eventually it, it runs dry and then you, you start really, you know, digging in deep to keep on going. And then I had the breakdown and coming out of that, I thought to myself, I almost died and having almost died, you know, for the, who knows how many time in my life, but that's it. That's a, a, a different discussion we'll have one day, but having almost died for the, who knows how many time in my life, what is it that I want to leave behind? And had I died, how would people have remembered me? Tony, the hypnotist. Okay, great stuff. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's, it's, it's nothing to frown upon, but I just feel there's so much more that I want to do and give and contribute to life than just that. And yes, I've changed thousands of lives. My book that I've written, that there's over 3,000 copies of it in the in the circulation and you know, digital, and I think a couple of hundred that were printed. Some sales guys still live according to that. You know, the no-nonsense guys are getting what you want. They, they, they still live according to that. And to me, that thing was written in 2014. To me, it's old. It's still valid, but there's newer stuff. There's more exciting stuff. And you always have to keep advancing to the next step. 
you know, not just, you know, progress for the sake of progress, but you need to keep on going and looking for how can I improve constantly? Not I want to improve because I want to improve, but how can I cross-pollinate ideas? How can sharing with someone else in, in my circle, in my network, my idea and your idea, if we put it together, what can it create for us? You know, how can we be stronger than the sum of our parts? And in, in the entrepreneurial and business world, what I've noticed is a lot of people, you know, they, they, they don't want to see the sun shine on somebody else. They have the, the scarcity mindset of, oh, if, if you get in here, then it's not going to be enough for me. And it's, it's so far from the truth. So, so the change that I went through is, and you know about the hypnosis community. It's a thing of, no, I'm going to step on you to get where I want to be. And, you know, it's very, it's, it's very begrudging in, in that type of community. Even though they try to change it, the mindset was still there. It's very egotistical based. Stepping out of that environment and looking more in a, I don't want to say holistic, but, but, but more in a contributing factor in the sense of, we might be in, the, in a similar industry, but that doesn't mean that we have to be competition, quote unquote. We can be in the same industry and see how can your strengths fill in to my weaknesses and vice versa, and how we can help each other achieve more than what we would have on our own. And it's the concept that most of the, the business networks, the B&Is and the roundtables and the lines and, and all of those guys are supposed to thrive around, but having performed for those guys, having done talks for those guys, and having developed training programs for those guys, I noticed that there's still that mindset of, you know, scarcity, that scarcity mindset. And that's what I'm to change. Because if I can help somebody develop something that they're proud of, this is my brand and this is what I stand for and here's my vision and my, my vision and my mission and you know, this is what I want to achieve and these are my goals and this is my action strategy and this is how I'm going to get there and that type of, of encouragement and motivation gets people a lot further than, you know what, I need to step on my, on my competition. I need to outwork my competition and that type of, I'm not going to say the guy's name, but, but there's a... A bald-headed person recently that's getting billions of views that's very... So I'm not going to mention any names, but I'm, I'm sure we all know who I'm talking about. And that whole thing of, you know, talking down to others in order to make yourself look more important. That says something about the psychology. Because if I have to step on others to get to where I want to be, what does that say about how I see myself? That I'm only good as long as I'm putting others down. If my mindset shifts and I see it as I always need to stay a step ahead because that's the only way I can help somebody up. And once they're on my level, I need to learn and evolve and, and study and become better in order to be another step ahead in order to help others up. It's not just about me anymore. You know, there's, there's a bigger picture and I'm doing for something bigger than me. And that's what I would love to, to teach and train and, and help people to achieve because if there's only me thinking like that, I'm only going to get that far. But if there's a hundred or a thousand or ten thousand, you know, entrepreneurs and business owners who are thinking this way, imagine the impact that we can have on society in 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 a broader scheme of things. And that's my driving force. 
you know, like I said, after the little meltdown I had last year or the year before, that's where the mind shift comes came in, and it's it's matured me in, a, in an emotional way and also in a business way to look at how can I contribute and not just win in the process, but like Stephen Covey says, you know, win win. Think think the win win. One of the seven habits of highly effective people. Think win win. So. That's that's basically that what what brought us to this discussion and and why I'm here right now having this this wonderful face to face digitally with you and like I said I'd love to once I'm in the area sit with you and you know have a chat and have a sit down and see how you guys have developed how far you've come and you know what's the process that you take the people through maybe we can do a future podcast on that for example do two or three bullet points so that both from my podcast, which I'm determined to start pushing out more episodes again and getting back into the flow of it, both from my audience and your audience so that they can be aware, listen, I don't know how to do this thing. I don't know where to begin. I don't know what gear to get. And can I do it just using my phone? And it's all the questions that everybody asks when they begin. And if I knew a quarter of the stuff that I know now, I would have been so much further along. So... Mr. Baird, you and your son, where were you about three or four years back when I started this journey, damn it? <laughs> so I'd love to do a podcast, you know, episode on that where I can maybe ask you some questions and, you know, back and forth and see how we can help the people and how they can get in touch with you to help them and see the services that you are offering to help them to get, you know, further along than, you know, what we even are right now. Well, I certainly look forward to seeing you when you are here. You'll keep me up to date for that. Okay, 100%. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> cool. Make sure you support micro, small and medium businesses. Find the contact details of today's business in the description and comments. And join me next time as we discover another business in Meet My Business. Meet My Business is a Baird Media production. For show credits and more information, visit baird.media.